Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SideRetiredPod for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including Yankees, postseason baseball, the NFL, and NHL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Well, I think in yesterday's episode, there was a lot of apprehension. We were very nervous. There was a tenseness in the air, unsure of whether this would be the last Yankees game recap we had for the season. Turns out we have at least four more of these to go. We are, of course, it is Dylan Campione, joined alongside James Tausig, as always. And today we've brought in Luke Jovanovic, as you guys know and love from the past. He's going to be talking with us about the Yankees game. Of course, Jack Stappenbeck, our usual third co-host, is not with us today because he was on 161st Street at Yankee Stadium watching the game today, celebrating, skipping school. Sorry, Regis, if you're listening to this. Oops. But James, I'm going to throw it over to you first because we want to hear your raw opinion recording roughly 30 minutes after the conclusion of the game. Your thoughts on the Yankees defeating the Cleveland Guardians. Huge win for the Yanks. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch. Uh, I did run into the locker room uh, in the middle of practice, get a little score update. Uh, happened to see Stanton Stanton's home run live as it happened, playing in the locker room. Sent me into a frenzy. Uh, luckily, the Yanks locked it down, and now we got a series in Houston that I'm I'm excited for. Uh, hopefully, I'll be in attendance for Game Two. Um, it's still World Series or bust, you know. Uh, I'm happy that you know we finally got IKF out of the lineup. We made some adjustments, but uh, still a lot, still a lot to come in this next round. So, so not not too much, too much joy for me yet. And James, if you were to predict this Houston Astros series, and maybe we'll have a little reunion with H Town, who came on with us in July talking Astros. We are working behind the scenes to get that done at some point later this week. So I'm sure the trash talking will continue heavily on that episode but James if you had to give your prediction slash thing you want to look out for the most with this upcoming Houston Astros series that would be uh Yanks and five the series ends in the Bronx Ooh, all righty we like that well James does have to quickly run off James if you have any other thoughts you want to throw in before you log off with us James will be back of course we'll do another recap after game two of the Philadelphia Phillies versus San Diego Padres series as well as game one of the Yankees versus Astros because both of those are happening tomorrow. It's technically a weird day when you're listening to this on October 18th and that the NLCS is starting on the same day that the ALDS is finishing. It's the first time in postseason history that has happened with James, anything else? Yeah, I'll say, uh, like I said, at the beginning of the playoffs, the Yankees bullpen will make or break this playoff run. The bullpen held strong in the American league division series, won them this series. Uh, so same thing. We'll have to continue in the ALCS. And I will throw to you because your big prediction at the beginning of the playoffs was the Phillies go on a magical run, and here they are in the NLCS against the Padres. So your non-Yankee perspective or your non or your non-fandom perspective on what's going to happen in this NLCS Padres Phillies getting started tonight, technically last night, depending on when you're listening to this. Phillies in six. I think it's going to be a good series, but I think ultimately Philadelphia is able to pull this one out. All righty. Well, thank you, James. James will be whack with, back with us later this week, but we're now going to toss it over to Luke, who's the big Yankee fan here. He was watching every single pitch of this game. Luke, your thoughts on this game, the emotions of the three-hour roller coaster, and anything in between? 
Hello, Dylan. I'm Hi. currently recording outside <laughs> at the Catholic house here at Duke University. So apologies if the noise, the background noise is a little much, but I will say what a game. I'm so relieved. I would say it's probably the best word. I mean, in the moment, I was ecstatic after we got that final out, but now I'm, I'm more relieved. And now I think starting to look ahead a little bit more towards the next series. But first off, this game, you know, when the game got postponed and the Yankees immediately made that move to Nestor, I thought that, you know, maybe Cleveland would follow us and go with Bieber. And that actually made me a little bit nervous. But thank goodness Terry Francona messed that up and went with Savali. And, like, you could just tell from the beginning he did not have his best stuff. And we jumped all over him. And Torres really set the – tone early with a great walk and then unfortunate judge strikeout on a hanging pitch that he would then blast in his next at bat for a home run and then <clears throat> you know Stanton got up there and absolutely smashed it and you know when you put up a crooked number in the first frame it always helps the team get going and then Nestor after struggling a little bit in game two he really came alive like he had an absolute great outing five innings pitch three hits one earned run two strikeouts on short rest like there's nothing more you could ask for Nestor so I'm very happy right now and then I will also ask you, I'm technically going to be starting with the ending. Ground balls hit short. Glaber Torres at second base does a nice little rocking of the baby when the celebration is over. The Yankees have officially defeated the Guardians. Your thoughts, sweet revenge, Cleveland is gone. Bring on the Astros. Yeah, I think that whole Josh Naylor thing was really funny because he hit that home run. They were still losing. And I think it was just like it was definitely a heat of the moment decision for him to do that running around the bases. But then afterward, doubling down in the postgame press conference saying he's my daddy. That's that's <laughs> bold. And then to come up and go over four and be the first out in the top of the ninth when he could have set the tone and maybe started a rally. is just oh, it's the cherry on top. <laughs> but I, I honestly think the rivalry and the whole fandom beef with players isn't going to end with Cleveland. Right. Because we had the mm-hmm. Miles Straw incident, which, of course, I'll reiterate as a Yankee fan. I thought that was completely wrong. And I almost think that Miles Straw, in a sense, was in the right to be mad at Yankee fans for that, but we had the mall straw beef. Now we had the Josh Naylor beef. And now, and now it's the granddaddy of them all, <laughs> Jose Altuve. Like I'm so ready for these high intensity, big games to continue. And as a fan to have extra motivation for my, t- to want my team to win. Well, this is technically Yankees versus Astros part technically four, because there's also that wild card game back when 2016, when Dallas Keuchel pitched against the Yankees, 2015, 2016, but this is sort of the third big series. Obviously, everyone remembers 2017. Then we remember Jose Altuve hitting the walk-off in 2019. It has already been confirmed by Andy Martino that Araldis Chapman will be left off the ALCS roster, I think, to the surprise of nobody. But your expectations, similar to what we just asked James, for this Yankees-Astros series, anything you want to look forward to, anyone that has to step up big and looking forward to the next week and a half. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a Yankees-Astros postseason series not ending and Chapman smiling on my big screen TV, (laughs) that's a win in my book already. But honestly, I expect it to be rough for the Yankees in the beginning. I mean, like, Manfred really messed up the schedule. I'm sure it's been talked about and hammered over and over again on multiple MLB platforms and especially on the podcast here. But, like, the off days and the missed scheduling was really bad. And then God decided to make it 10 times worse with the way he scheduled (laughs) the rain days. And now... The bullpen's all on short rest. All mm. of our stars are on short rest. We have Ty Young going against Justin Verlander. I mean, like, <laughs> you couldn't pick more of a mismatch if you tried uh, for tomorrow night. So I'm a little bit nervous about how we're going to do it at the beginning of the series. But I do think one thing that really encouraged me was the judge home run because he was having a lot of trouble with those breaking pitches. 
I mentioned already in the first inning with two with one runner on, he got that same pitch like a 79 mile an hour curveball right in the middle of the zone and he just whiffed it. And it was it was like tough to watch because he's missed those pitches a lot. And then to come up next time around and basically get the exact same pitch, not from Savali, from a reliever, but the exact same pitch in the exact same spot. And for him to absolutely belt it, it was a great feeling, especially because I was of the opinion, and I think most fans are, if you watch judges at bats all season, that he definitely changed his approach, his plate approach for the last two weeks, chasing 62, which honestly he shouldn't have done because he was hitting those home runs naturally. But mm-hmm. I still think he's adjusting a little bit to not having to take daddy hacks every time he gets up to the plate. Um and so I do think as the series progresses, Judge will become more effective. And, oh, baby, DJ LeMahieu waiting in the wings. The <laughs> machine is always so good against the Astros. So I'm very hopeful for that. So I will now, since we now have a side-retired TikTok account, where we do like to put our bold predictions and our hot takes. So welcome to the hot seat. Yankees-Astros, games, predictions, series win, and your MVP. Oh, Honestly, I haven't thought much about it because I was watching with my friend Charlie Selvin um, in the dorm. And every time one of us mentioned the next series, we would have to do something to undo the jinx, which would be (laughs) run up to the third floor and back three times. So I only had to do that twice. I did that once in the second inning when I was scrolling through my ESPN alerts and I saw that Tyone was starting game one. I'm like, hey, Tyone's starting tomorrow. And he's like, get up and down the stairs. (laughs) And then he did it once too when we were talking about bull, when we were talking about the bullpen and he's like man our bullpen's going to be slow depleted for tomorrow i was like run you want to go down the stairs so honestly i have not been that focused on to, on tomorrow but if i had to give a prediction i mean i have to predict that we're going to win even though in my, in my in my mind i'm mentally starting to prepare myself to get my soul crushed again but i would say Yankees and six Yankees and six would be my prediction. I think we probably lose game one tomorrow and then we'll bounce. And then as long as we can steal game two on the road, I'm confident that the home field advantage of the Bronx can get us game three and four lose game five and then take game six at home. I like it. Well, when you think about at the beginning of the season, I said that Alex Bregman would be the MVP of the American league. That has obviously turned out to be false, but there is now this genius and perfect opportunity for him to be the MVP of the ALCS which I'd probably like to see more than him actually winning the real MVP. So I will go Astros in seven. We're going to get a choke job of an Alex Bregman walk-off home run at some point. Or go ahead. It might be at the Yankees. You know what? Since you're coming to Georgetown on Saturday, and we might have some fun side-retired content coming out now that there is indeed a Yankees-Astros game happening on Saturday night, Alex Bregman is going to be hitting a home run while you're in my presence this weekend. And... I'll get a nice little told you so instant reaction when that happens. So Alex Fregman's homering this weekend. He's winning the MVP Astros in seven. Lots of fun things happening there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Ben attendee might be coming back too. I read that somewhere. If we can get Ben attendee back, not even for game one, game two or three, like it's just nice to have a nice lefty bat at the top of the lineup who hits 300, just slap a ball into the opposite field and get on base to start to start the boys get the boys going it's always nice <laughs> there's also a chance that marinaccio and frankie montas i know yankee fans have a split opinion on how montas could do but those are again two fresh arms you could add to your team even if they're not the greatest arms they're still definitely going to help out in the long 1000 percent. we need innings and i would take montas any day of the week over tyon like i really think tyon gets shelled tomorrow i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like and if i'm wrong clip it post it everywhere <laughs> great I'll be happy to be wrong, but right now I'm so mentally prepared for Tyone to give up three in the first two frames. And we do have to ask you one question. If the Yankees, and we're thinking really far ahead in my view, you have to run 30 laps for this, but if oh, you're boy. thinking ahead, who do you want to face in the World Series? 
Padres, Phillies. The Phillies can hit. The Padres can pitch. They also have some nice stuff on their ears that makes them shiny out of nowhere. But your thoughts on the Padres Philly series, if you have any. Mm-hmm. Another comment from another Salty Mets fan. Oh, the number of Salty Mets fans I had today saying the game was rigged or that all I, the Yankee fans. Notice how I'm they not know what jerks. <laughs> like, oh, it's just so great <laughs> to know that the Big Brother franchise is back to being the Big Brother franchise. You know, there are moments during the regular season where sometimes it doesn't look like that. But in the end, <laughs> it always works out that way. Who would I rather play? I would think the Phillies is a matchup that Seuss is better mm-hmm. just because Philly has less pitching yeah. power than the Padres do. And, you know, we already saw what the Cleveland bullpen did to us in a few of these games. So if we go up against elite pitching, it could be a little bit rough. However, I feel like just for the star power, the show, the absolute extravagance of it all, I want to face the Padres. And I also want to face the Padres because if there's a franchise the entire MLB hates more than the Yankees, it's the San Diego Padres. So I feel like a lot of (laughs) neutral observers may be inclined not, not to root for the Yankees, but if the Yankees are winning, they'd be like, fair enough. And there's also there would be the storyline of Manny Machado, the team that the he was expected to be a Yankee that offseason. The Padres swooped in out of nowhere. So now facing off in a World Series would definitely be a fun storyline. I will say, I hate Philly. No offense to Philly. I well, you're a Mets fan. It's 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 respectable. It's expected, actually. Not even respectable. Fans it's hate the Phillies and New Yorkers as people. We're not supposed to like the city of Philadelphia and people from Philadelphia, apparently. That's a rule we've been brought up on, whether you're a Knicks fan, whether you're a Jets fan. You're not supposed to like people from Philadelphia as a whole. I still think the Phillies are going to win this series. I think Astros versus Phillies, as much as that's an unappealing World Series, and really, I'm so sorry, MLB, considering the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, there were so many good possibilities, and I'm going to throw an Astros versus Phillies World Series at you. I think that's going to happen, but I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, though, as a Yankees fan, the worst series to watch would probably be Astros-Padres because then I would have to root for the Padres. Like, I would <laughs> absolutely have to root for the Padres, like 1,000%. And if the Astros won, I don't know. I, I would go into hibernation. I don't know. It would be terrible. <laughs> and I do have to ask you one final question before we go. Jack, who's not with us, he'll be back later this week, made this statement that if the Yankees had lost this game, both of Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman could have been on the hot seat fired. Cashman obviously has his contract expiring in two weeks. Boone did recently get an extension, but it does feel like managers can get fired with time left on their contracts. Now that you're in the ALCS, are they both safe? I don't think anyone's safe. I think honestly what Jack, which I'm sorry, not Jack, James said right before he signed off, which is it's World Series of Boss. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the Yankees mantra. You you win 27 times, you're that elite. That's the bar. So I think if we bomb out against Houston in embarrassing fashion, if Boone, who's made a couple questionable managerial mm-hmm. decisions throughout the Cleveland series, let's not forget that for everyone who loves to <laughs> for everyone who loves to hype up Boone. Um, let's just keep that in mind. And then Cashman, honestly, I think. Cashman firing Cashman. I think Cashman should be safe. Period. Mm. I think if you look at this roster construction, it it has the ability to win. And the fact of the matter is, the only reason we are not better at the plate is because of injuries. Is that simple? Yeah. And there's nothing that a GM can do about that. And he even got us like respectable death pieces to put in and play instead of those injured guys. But Aaron Boone made a couple of questionable managerial decisions. So I think like if it's a seven game or six game and we lose, I don't think you fire Boone. I don't think that's the right idea, but if it's a four or five game, 
and there's one or two more bad managerial decisions like the Clay Holmes incident from a few games ago, then I do see a world which Boone gets canned. I like it. That's a great audio. Look at you thinking about the TikTok right there. Nice little audio clip. We'll stick it, put it on there. But obviously, Dylan, James, and Jack, the three of us, will be back always covering all of these games. Luke will definitely be making some cameo appearances as we've already teased this upcoming weekend, potentially on a side-retired live reaction to an ending of a game three between the Yankees and the Astros. But lots of fun headed up here at Side Retired, the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, the Twitter, as well as a lot of great episodes and a couple of behind-the-scenes interviews we are working on. Scheduling's a little weird because a couple of them were Mets guests, but we're figuring with the Mets eliminated, unfortunately, for Luke, not unfortunately. But those Mets guests, we are delaying them a couple of weeks until the postseason dies down. But just know, a lot of fun guests. One guy who is really passionate about the Mets and the Dolphins, if you can guess who that is, will be making his appearance. Barstool has let him join us. He will be joining us in... In a couple of weeks or so, so that'll be a fun interview. But for Dylan, James, Jack, and Luke, until the next time the side is retired.